0: You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com.
1: Hi, Owen. My name is Ben, and I'm from... I live in New York. And in a recent video, you talked about... You mentioned that uh, you don't believe Jesus is a real person, and... I'm a huge fan of your podcast, by the way,
0: Um,
1: but I feel that there is uh, evidence that Jesus was a real person, whether or not he uh, was exactly who he said he was or who other people said he was, I think remains to be seen. But I wondered if you could dive a little more into uh, whether or not you believe that he was an actual historical figure and just some of the questions surrounding that. I think that would be interesting to hear
0: you talk about. Thanks. Interesting question. I'll tell you why I don't know that Jesus was a real historical figure. It's possible he was. I'm not saying that he was not. I'm saying I don't know for sure. And the reason that I have suspicions in the first place is because any extra biblical accounts of Jesus, like any mentions of Jesus from historians at that time, Uh, Many of them were forgeries, it turns out. They were forged after the fact, like way later, first of all. And second, there were historians, like well-known historians, in those areas at that time who have no record of what Jesus said was taking place in the Bible. And third, if you go through the Bible and, and look at the stories There are very detailed descriptions of what the Jewish Messiah was supposed to be and where he's supposed to be from and all this other stuff, right? It's not just a guy riding into town on an ass. He had to be born in Bethlehem, for example. Well, you have this guy from Nazareth. And they believed that he was the Messiah. So how do you come up with a story to make this guy from Nazareth be born in Bethlehem? You make up a census. You, you come up with a reason why this guy's parents were in Bethlehem when he was born. They claimed that Caesar called everybody back for a census. Has that ever happened in the history of ever? Like, do you know where your family from a thousand years ago was from? I sure as fuck don't. I don't know where my family was a thousand years ago. I barely know two generations back. How the fuck before computers and before widespread written records like that, how would these people have even known where they were supposed to go to take a census? And why would they go take a census out of the city that they're in in the first place? There's no record of this census ever happening. The Bible writers had to come up with a reason why Jesus' parents were going to be in Bethlehem when he was born, basically. He had to be there, to be born there, to have been the Messiah. It had to all fall into this nice little groove and... They came up with reasons that are completely nonsensical, not backed up by by history or historians from the era. It just seems to me like the Bible writers were trying to force this person to fit the mold. Maybe that means he was a real person and they were trying to retroactively make his life fit when it just didn't. But to me, there's... So little evidence that he was real in the first place, let alone the events of his life being real, that I just, you know, I just reject it. If somebody gives me solid evidence, like real hard evidence that he was real, I'll accept it. But I haven't seen that so far. Anyway, that's my reasoning. Maybe he was. Maybe you're right. I don't know.
2: Hey, Owen. This is Ed out of Texas. Just a couple of things here. One, I really appreciate your perspective on things and where you come from. Two, I really enjoy the artwork that displays on your uh, channel uh, every time I see it. But here's my question. If there is a separation of uh, church and state, why hasn't the state come after these churches that are clearly becoming a political activist group uh in regards to the society that we currently live in. Uh, my understanding, there used to be a no-no, at least in the church that I grew up in, as far as uh, preaching politics to the congregation. So, in short, go after them and have them pay taxes for becoming not really religious, but more on the political side of religion. Anyway, my uh, my best to you, and I uh, hope I get an answer. Bye.
0: I appreciate that. I would love to see that happen more often, people the irs going after the tax-exempt status of churches unfortunately the thing that prevents churches from talking about politics is very specific and churches have adeptly avoided breaking those laws for the most part and when they do break those laws the IRS just kind of looks the other way, basically. They can talk about politics. They can talk about being pro-life or, you know, anti-drug or anti-tax or whatever else. They can talk about all of those subjects freely. That's not against the rules. I think what's specifically against the rules is endorsing specific political candidates leading up to their political campaigns. I don't think they're allowed to do that. And uh, what's his name? Um, Robert Jeffress actually got in trouble for that a while back. He was at the pulpit and talking about Mike Pence running for 2024 and saying that after Trump runs again in 2020 and wins, hopefully... Mike Pence will run, and he'll have the endorsement of the church, or something like that. And he actually did get in some shit for saying that. Um, He didn't have his tax-exempt status removed. That's kind of a scorched-earth type of situation. But he can be fined for it at the very least, uh, and investigated, and that is what happened. Unfortunately, our laws are not strict enough to prevent them from getting involved in politics as much as they want to, basically. I would like the laws to be more strict to prevent them from basically creating a theocracy out of the Republican Party. Like, the Republican Party at this point is steered by the evangelical voting bloc, and that's exactly what they wanted. Now they can just point their voters in the right direction, uh, you know, Republicans. They don't even have to endorse a specific candidate now. They can just say, you know, vote for the pro-life candidate. Because saying pro-life isn't against the rules. And their people do. They vote for them every time. So anyways, that's the problem. They've found a loophole and they have taken advantage of that loophole to a disgusting degree.
1: Hi Owen, my name is Zika and I'm from New England. Um, I am a educator and one, I absolutely love your show. It's actually given me quite a bit of uh, feedback and trying to like improve like my mind so and so forth. But anyway, um, I have a quick question for you. I just wanna see how you feel about this. I am an educator and I have a student who repeats everything that their mother says which is oh the earth is flat and like all these conspiracies that you talk about on your show um they oftentimes like I've gotten confronted by the mother a few times I've also gotten confronted by the student a few times where they feel that the vaccine is not a good thing and so on and so forth how would you feel or how should it teacher or a educator of any sort be able to confront this type of behavior thank you so much have a good day
0: i appreciate that that is a difficult situation when a student is combative and completely shut down the moment that you bring up any specific subject and i would be willing to bet that sometimes you don't even know what subject is going to set them off like it, it's something that's loosely related to what they believe and then they go down that that weird path anyways i would suggest asking non-confrontational questions ask them to expand upon their beliefs like tell me what you believe and why you believe it and when they explain it just poke little holes in it if you can not in an attacking way just in a like an inquisitive way i guess you could say you want to know more about it and Find the flaws and ask them about them. Tell them if they're right, you wanna be right too. And try to draw it out of them and keep their guard down. Because the moment their guard goes up, the conversation's over and you're not gonna be able to make any more progress. Just try to keep their guard down and and keep them in a trusting, happy attitude. Or they're gonna be combative and they're gonna try to start debating you and the conversation isn't going anywhere from that point. Um, hopefully things work out, and hopefully you can move this person forward, um, but just be aware that you can't save everybody. There's some drama going on with Mr. Atheist right now. I'm sure you guys have probably heard of it. It, You know, it's just this huge mess, and there are people out there who fucking hate him. Uh, Jimmy. I didn't actually know that any of this was going on until... This morning, had no idea that there, you know, there's this gigantic drama happening. But it turns out it's been going on for like a month. He's lost like 11,000 subscribers over the course of the past 30 days. There's a subreddit out there that's kind of devoted to hating him, okay? Now, I've had subreddits like that. I've had Discord servers devoted to hating me and Facebook groups and things like that. For example, the Christian ISIS Facebook group. You guys remember that shit a while back? There was that that Facebook group in West Virginia. The people all joined, like, eighteen, nineteen hundred 1,900 people joined it because they fucking hated me for trying to spread what this teacher was doing was illegal. So I have experienced this before. This is not new to me, watching this happen to somebody. I I've had my... A reputation destroyed before, too, by people like that. So, it's not really super surprising. That that happens to people who are in the public sphere. Doesn't make it okay. So, a, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, uh, yeah, a month, month and a half ago, maybe, I had this argument with Jimmy Snow. And it was a stupid, petty argument over something pointless. It didn't even matter in the end. It was something ACA-related or something. And it was just an abstract thought experiment, you know? It wasn't like I was attacking anybody or whatever. It was a stupid argument in the first place. But we got in this conflict, and we haven't talked since. And then all of this stuff went down with his YouTube channel. Basically, people saying that he's narcissistic, and a, a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, I don't even know what the claims are. So I don't want to make people think that I'm automatically on Jimmy's side here, because I'm not. I I have had conflict with the guy recently. But I have to say, like, I've experienced character assassination in the past. Uh, whether what he did was right or not, I don't know. I I'm not even that heavily involved with it. I've barely seen anything about it. But creating subreddits and attacking anybody at all is fucking wrong. Doing that shit is wrong. I just want people to know that eating yourself alive with hate over something that somebody else did is self-destructive. If you want to know what Jimmy did, because you you didn't even know there was any drama going on at this moment, go to his channel. There's a video about Rachel Oates that he did. I would recommend you hear it straight from the source, because people who watch the video that he put out tend to side against him anyway. So listen to him tell the story. That's about as little biases you can get and make your decision off of that i like i said i've had conflict with the guy i've had my problems but attacking somebody relentlessly like that is just fucking wrong i've seen a few people ask the question why hasn't the atheist community responded to the accusations against jimmy which are that he basically was is narcissistic or whatever Why haven't we responded? Why have we been pretending nothing is happening for a month when this whole drama with Jimmy has been going on for a month? Because we didn't fucking know it was happening! You think I sit here and watch Jimmy's channel 24-7? You think I watch what he puts out every fucking time he releases? I don't watch literally any of his videos, and he doesn't watch any of mine. We don't watch each other's shit. I don't monitor his Twitter account to see what he has to say. Why didn't the atheist community respond? Because we didn't know it was happening. When people say shit like that, I feel like they've got main character syndrome. Like they feel like the world revolves around them and everybody in the world knows all of the things that they know. That drives me fucking crazy. I had no idea anything was happening with Jimmy until this morning. So anyways, another thing I wanted to say. I've seen a lot of people making points that Jimmy it, it suddenly now that they see that he's some narcissist or whatever, they feel that, he, you know, he's motivated by money to do all of this stuff. You can't know anybody's motivations about anything. Yes, he gets paid to do what he does. So do I. I don't do it for money. I do it because I believe in this. If I truly wanted to be rich like really fucking rich I could turn Christian tomorrow I'd get paid 6 million dollars by the Templeton Foundation they'd give me so much fucking money Kentoven would parade me around Dinosaur Adventureland tomorrow if I came out as a Christian because I'm this gigantic atheist that turned Christian oh my god I'm the biggest fucking deal I'd be in books and fucking news and everything I could have all the money in the world Tomorrow, if I just came out and professed my faith in Christianity. But I don't believe it. I can't do that shit. I can't be intellectually dishonest like that. So claiming that Mr. Atheist or me or or anybody is just doing it for the money is bullshit. It's an unfalsifiable claim. It's an unfair assessment. And it's the kind of thing I'd expect to hear from a flat earther. You can't prove it right, you can't prove it wrong. I've had conflict with Jimmy. I've had fights with him. I I was pretty close to him, but I I feel that I've been fucked over by him a few times. But uh, attacking the dude relentlessly like that is unacceptable. You can't do that shit. And you don't have a right to be in his life. If he blocks you, then go away. That that should be a sign to you that he doesn't want you around. You don't have a right to harass him and be in his life. Just leave him alone. You don't have to create a subreddit or a Discord server devoted to talking about all the people he's blocked. You know how many people I have blocked? Like a billion. Oh, and one more thing. Don't call anything you don't like a cult. I get so fucking sick of hearing that. The fact that anybody would say that Mr. Atheist or Jimmy Snow is a cult or a cult leader is a fucking joke. What is wrong with you? There are people in the world who will never see their, their mom again. There are people in the world who never see their daughter again. Because they fucking hate their parent because they aren't a Jehovah's Witness anymore. And you're, you're comparing Mr. Atheist to a cult leader. 39 people put cyanide in applesauce and ate it and tied a bag around their heads so that they could go to celestial heaven. And you're telling me you think Jimmy Snow is a cult leader? No. That's absurd and it's actually offensive when you do shit like that. Is this what's giving me anxiety? No, it's not. I was triggered yesterday by something, my PTSD was, and that's what's given me anxiety all day and nightmares last night. Um, I'm, not, I'm not stressed over this because I'm not the target. Although I may be now, I don't know. But uh, I felt that it needed to be said. I've had my problems with Jimmy. And I honestly can't believe that I'm sitting here telling, saying what I'm saying in the first place because I, I honestly thought I was never going to talk to the guy again. But um leave him alone. If you don't like his stuff, then pretend he's not there. Don't go on public smear campaigns against him. That's fucking bullshit. Oh, good. Okay, so people are giving TLDRs about what happened in the comments. Good. All right. Thanks for that. It's, I, I'm actually on the very, very fringes of it. I don't know who Gabby Hanna is. I've never seen a single video by her. I don't know anything about anything, basically. Um, I just know that somebody who, you know, isn't really my best friend right now, after the arguments that we had, I, I just know somebody is being relentlessly attacked when they just want to be left alone. Is there a term for someone who isn't a cult leader and has no intention of creating a cult, but some of their followers end up being cult-like? Example, Jesus. There is not a term for that. Um, but I, I... Here's another example. Uh, evangelicalism. Evangelicalism isn't a cult. Um, it's a blueprint for cults. The Evangelicalism is basically like a... It's an overarching ideology that that creates cults underneath it. Um, so that would be another example of what you're talking about, I think. And no, there isn't really a word for it. I just have to describe it the long way. I just wanted to cover a few very specific things, a very very specific subjects that needed to be said, or specific sentences needed needed to be said. You don't know people's motivations. You don't know if Kent Hovind is a scam artist. You don't know that. You have no way of knowing that. That's an unfalsifiable claim. So don't say it. It's just a sleazy way of winning an argument. Don't be a scumbag by claiming you know people's motivations. You don't. When you claim somebody is in it for the money, that could just as easily be said about me. Or you, or anybody. You're the only one that knows for sure if you do what you do because you like it or because it's for the money. Anything else is speculation. Don't say that shit. Got my curiosity peaked and checked out the subreddit. Now they're saying Telltale is a big disappointment. Feels very much like punishing wrong think. Yep. I figured that was gonna happen. I knew people were watching my, because they were talking so well about me. They were saying so much good stuff I'm so awesome. I sided against him because I tweeted this thing that was not about him at all. Sorry, guys. Look, I just, I feel like I, I delivered the message that I needed to, live, to deliver. Leave him alone. Uh, assuming he was wrong in what he did, I don't know. Assuming he was. It's on you now for being pieces of shit, for, for like, attacking somebody relentlessly and crying. That you were blocked. You don't have a right to be in this dude's, like, direct messages. He has the choice of either letting people direct message him or not. And he decided he doesn't want direct messages from people. I'm sorry. If you feel silenced, then go somewhere else and talk. There are a billion different places to talk. People should try to understand that they cannot like a guy and not harass him at the same time. Exactly. That's my point. 100% agree with you on that one. I am not a Jimmy fan, necessarily. Um, Haven't been for a while. You know, we had our disagreements. Don't fucking harass the guy. What is wrong with you? Really? What are you thinking? Do you really have that much time in your life that you just spend all of it online finding ways to destroy people? Jesus fucking Christ, dude, holy shit, people are fucking going absolutely batty. Thank you Alma Todero, I appreciate that, that you're being raided by bots. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about right here. This is what Jimmy is dealing with right now. Like him or hate him, that's just fucking wrong. How can you justify that shit to yourself? That's fucking insane. That's fucking insane. People have been calling Jimmy and telling him to kill himself on his voicemail system from unknown numbers. That's the kind of shit he's dealing with right now. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. He is not my best friend. I don't wish that on anybody. He outright admitted he was being willfully ignorant and didn't want to watch Rachel's video or look into the terrible allegations against Gabby Hanna. FYI mods, um, I, I haven't really been watching what's been happening, but let people get out what they want to say, unless they're being trolls. Obviously, if they're being trolls or bots or something like that, ban them. But like uh, Jade Bishop saying here, this is obviously biased against Jimmy. That's okay. Let them... Get it out. Because I don't actually know who's to blame here. I I haven't looked far enough into the situation to tell. Wow, I'm really genuinely surprised that the people that are attacking Jimmy are now like raiding my live stream. Just wanna double check and make sure everything's okay again. I appreciate you guys working through that. It was pretty rough there for a second, but we got it. Um. One of the problems with what's happening right now with Jimmy is there are some real drama merchants behind it, some real extreme people, and I I think I know exactly who it is, um, who have no morals and no interest in integrity or, or anything, and they're willing to do whatever it takes to destroy people's lives because I've been targeted by the exact same people. So... Uh, that, that's one of the more concerning things to me. Next, we're going to talk about right-wing extremist Lauren Witzke claiming that the Equality Act will illegalize Jesus Christ. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. The next story i wanted to talk about is titled lauren witzki says the equality act will illegalize jesus christ this is written by kyla mentila on rightwingwatch.org so let's give it a read and see what it says right-wing activist lauren witzki appeared on the alex jones show thursday where she warned that the equality act will illegalize jesus christ if it becomes law Witski, the GOP's 2020 Senate candidate in Delaware at a flat-earth QAnon-believing conspiracy theorist with ties to white nationalists and anti-Semites, appeared on Jones' program to discuss the fact that Wells Fargo recently shut down her bank account. Let's give this video a watch and see what this woman had to say. I didn't actually know who this was. She's fairly new on the scene, but she isn't a nobody. As it says here, she's the GOP's 2020 senate candidate in delaware so she's basically like the next marjorie taylor green marjorie taylor Greene is a congresswoman not a senator and senators are generally speaking more powerful so you know they're She has that going for her but let's watch this and see what she had to say
3: there is a war on christians they did this they targeted me and they made an example out of me because i'm an outspoken christian who vocally opposes the equality act listen alex i don't know if you know much about it but they're about to they're trying to illegalize jesus christ and the the scripture and categorize absolutely just like in europe and canada where they're arresting pastors tell folks about it
0: okay first of all arresting pastors Um, They are not uh, arresting—what he's doing here when he says that is intentionally giving people the impression that they're arresting pastors because they're pastors and nothing else. If if they are arresting pastors in Europe or wherever else he said, they had a, a reason for it. If they didn't have a good reason for it, human rights watch campaigns and organizations would have been all over it. Just like with Jehovah's Witnesses, when their human rights were violated in Russia, a bunch of organizations came out of the woodwork, including like the UN and others, saying, this is wrong, you can't do this shit. If this was actually happening, people would be all over it, because freedom of religion is one of the fundamental rights. One more thing I wanted to mention about this. She also said Wells Fargo shut down her bank account. Uh, Wells Fargo says, yes, we did, but no, it had nothing to do with politics, completely unrelated. She's just using this event to weaponize against people, as usual. It's like calling everything communist. That's the kind of thing that she does and that her party does. And she's just finding some way to weaponize some random thing that took place that was completely unrelated. Let's keep listening.
3: Well, folks, about it yeah absolutely so what it will do is it will classify scripture uh belief in traditional marriage uh as hate speech if an abortionist chooses not to wants to make the decision to not uh, perform an abortion they can arrest that abortionist or that doctor or that
0: no completely made up that is bullshit from beginning to end Uh, first of all a belief against gay marriage or a belief against abortion or whatever else, those things aren't inherently religious. It's just religious extremists tend to be the ones who believe that stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean that you believe in God because you're pro-life. In fact, I know some atheists that are pro-life. Those things are not necessarily linked. And arresting somebody for believing something like that, that's never going to happen. Never. That's completely absurd and baseless. And it's just a fear-mongering tactic that we see over and over again from the extreme right.
3: To not uh, perform an abortion, they can arrest that abortionist or that doctor or that nurse that chooses to um, take the biblical approach and change their lives. Children who...
0: Look, if you have a job to do, then you have to do that job. If you don't want to do that job... Anymore, You can walk right out the door. You're not going to be arrested for that. What the fuck are they talking about? Of course, you're not going to be arrested for it. But if you refuse to perform your job duties, then you can expect to not have that job anymore. I'm sorry. You can't go into a Planned Parenthood clinic and then refuse to do things that Planned Parenthood does. If you want to work at this clinic, you have to agree to the, the job description and the job requirements.
3: Children who struggle with gender identity, now that it's going to make them illegal for them to pursue therapy to change their mind.
0: I assume what she's talking about here is um, conversion therapy, similar to gay conversion therapy. I guess this would be trans conversion therapy where, you know, extremist Christian parents send their kids to this boot camp where they literally torture people and mistreat them horrifically basically forcing them to give up on their sexual identity or their gender identity that's fucking wrong i hope that we close down all of those institutions quote unquote i would love to see gay conversion therapy closed and banned it's already banned in most places like in canada i think they banned it recently the fact that she's using this as like a bludgeon to attack the left, like oh freedoms, freedoms, is fucking obnoxious to me.
3: Legal for them to pursue therapy to change their mind, and this is—I mean—it's absolutely an attack. It's basically on the Christians. cult trying to make it illegal to leave the cult.
0: Oh, now we're in my territory. It's the cult trying to make it illegal to leave the cult, huh? Okay, so the fact that people are trying to ban literal torture like gay conversion therapy, the fact that they're trying to ban that, is the cult trying to prevent people from leaving the cult? That doesn't even make sense, first of all. And second, what criteria are you using to determine that this is a cult? And what is the thing that you're calling a cult? Like, what are you even referring to here? Is it just People who don't want gay conversion therapy to exist or like gender conversion therapy or whatever it's called. We've known for a long time that this guy was completely unhinged, but he seems to be bringing in new people into this unhinged little weird umbrella.
3: Make it illegal to leave the cult. Yes, exactly. Um, And even just quoting scripture will be classified as hate speech um, is what it is going to do. It is going to make Christianity a crime on a federal level.
0: No, that's not what it's going to do. That's completely fucking ridiculous. They're just using it as a bludgeon the same way they use critical race theory as a bludgeon in communism and socialism and all the other buzzwords they like to use.
3: Christianity, a crime on a federal level. We cannot allow this to go any further. We're gonna lose everything. If we give our enemy an inch, he's gonna take the whole thing. As you've seen, Alex, you know, you've watched as this slow fade has happened, and we have allowed it to happen, and it's gotten to the point now where we're all gonna end up in Kamala's gulags unless we all stand up together and fight back uh, as Christians.
0: Kamala's gulag. Okay, first of all, her name's pronounced Kamala, not Kamala. I don't know why people keep doing that. Um, And second, gulags? What are they talking about? What gulags? Okay, do you guys know what a gulag is? I mean, the right, the far right. Does the far right know what a gulag is? I would be willing to bet they don't. They use that term the same way that they use the term communism and critical race theory. They just throw it out as a buzzword. A gulag is a prison camp where people went to die. It's a horrific place to be. And the world is a better place without them. Although they do still exist. The world is a better place now that there are fewer of them at the very least. They have no idea what they're talking about. And it's genuinely offensive for them to compare things to gulags when they have so little knowledge about what happened there and the sacrifices that were made by the people who died in them. It's fucking sad. And once again, we have a brand new person ready to take the reins of power. A 2020 Senate candidate in Delaware. And she's a qanon -er, As if we needed another qanon -er in government. Next, we're going to talk about Rick Wiles' reaction to Right Wing Watch being shut down by YouTube. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media. Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, TelltaleAtheist.com. The next article I wanted to talk about is titled Rick Wiles Claims That Jesus Christ Shut Down Right Wing Watch. This is by Kyle Mantilla on rightwingwatch.org. Now, let me give you a little bit of lead up to this story. Right Wing Watch was shut down on YouTube. Their channel was deleted. It was crazy. It was a big deal for like a week or something like that. It was all over the fucking news. It was like in Business Insider and Forbes and all kinds of places. And... All of the usual suspects came out to gloat, like our good buddy Rick Wiles, and then Right Wing Watch's YouTube channel was reinstated. It was a mistake. They basically got content strikes, basically like like hate speech strikes or whatever. YouTube will give you like two or three strikes or something like that before they completely delete your channel, and they'll basically give you these... Community Guideline Strikes is what they are. If you violate their rules about extremism or hate speech or whatever, right? Well, Right Wing Watch isn't really violating their rules about that, right? Because they're just documenting the crazy shit that's said, just like me. We're documenting it. We're talking about it. We're putting it on record and making it easily available. So everybody knows that Rick Wiles literally wants people... Gone like wants to wants his followers to take action to make that a reality. Basically, I'm not sure how else to say that. That's not Right Wing Watch, though. Right Wing Watch is just putting that on record for everybody, right? That's what it seemed like to me. So YouTube gave them the content community guidelines strikes for reposting what Rick Wiles and other people say, like all the pastors and stuff that I cover that are really batshit crazy. They gave them community guidelines strikes and finally deleted their channel. Right Wing Watch appealed, told them that they are just documenting the crazy shit that's happening. They're not actually feeding into it or any of that. And just enough time passed for Rick Wiles and others to gloat and say that Jesus did their bidding by removing right-wing watch before right-wing watch was reinstated. So this is what Rick Wiles had to say immediately after right-wing watch was deleted. Let's watch.
2: I suspect that there will be layoffs very soon inside the organization because there's no platform for them to spew their lies and propaganda.
0: Okay, he has a fundamental misunderstanding of how right-wing watch operates, first of all. Right-wing watch doesn't survive and exist off of YouTube. In fact, they could their YouTube channel could have been deleted and it would have been fine. They use it as nothing more than a video hosting platform. All of the content that they produce is put on their own website rightwingwatch.org, it's all controlled from their own private website, from their own private servers. YouTube acts as a video hosting platform for them so that they can post their videos on YouTube and then link to them on their website to save bandwidth on their servers. But they knew that YouTube was giving them a bunch of community guideline strikes, so what Right Wing Watch went and did, was uploaded all of their videos to Vimeo instead of YouTube, and it works perfectly well as a video hosting platform. So the fact that they had their channel deleted was completely irrelevant. It made no difference at all. Their business model or their organization or their platform or whatever else. It was completely irrelevant. So the fact that Rick Wiles is basically sitting here gloating and laughing and celebrating and saying they're going to lay off employees, he doesn't understand how Right Wing Watch works even a little bit. Let's keep listening.
2: Their lies and propaganda. So their writers, their editors, all the people that they had working to smear us and other ministries. Um, What are they gonna do?
0: Right-wing watch does not smear people. They merely post clips of and describe what is happening in these videos that this guy says. There is not much bias in the, there is bias, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to imply they're completely unbiased, they are not. But most of the articles they write are just quotes from the video. That's it. Let me, I mean, you know, right here, for an example, let me make this very clear today. Jesus Christ shut down, blah, blah, blah. It's all just quotes. They give you a little bit of lead-up, and then they quote the video, and then they post the video, and then that's it. What
2: are you gonna do? I, I suspect they're gonna lose their jobs this week. Um, you know, if they get saved and come to know Jesus Christ and fill the Holy
0: Spirit, we, we're hiring. Oh my God, this is so fucking ridiculous.
2: But they got to be saved. They have to love Jesus Christ. They have to want to see the gospel uh, expanded. Uh, I don't want to see them um, out of work. But I'll tell you, the first, the first thing that came to my mind today, you know, the Bible tells us not to gloat right. over the demise of our enemies.
0: He says as he gloated for two straight minutes.
2: But Romans twelve nineteen sums it up very well. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord.
0: You know, honestly, I'm genuinely surprised that this guy seems to be taking this route with the whole thing because he is actually very violent.
2: Antifa and other uh, Communist groups are going to be declared uh, domestic terrorists, financed by foreign powers, and they're going to be hunted down and shot by special forces. And all I can say is, thank God it's finally going to happen. Get the job done. Get the job done. I think their special forces are going to go into action. And there's a lot of guys that, that are Not active duty right now, who are going to be called up to to join the fight. And all these little Antifa commies and Black Lives Matter commies and right-wing watch commies and all these little commies are going to be hunted down by special forces and shot and killed.
0: That's the kind of person that this guy is, Rick Wiles. He prays for people's deaths who politically disagree with him. So I'm actually very surprised that he took this route with it. Let's keep listening.
2: ...is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. And in, this is a, a prime example in real time. Yes. Where we didn't fight back against right-wing watch.
0: No, you just literally prayed for their deaths. That's literally what he did. Right ...wing watch.
2: I did what the Lord said to do. Bless them.
0: Mm. No, he didn't. He actually prayed for their deaths. That's what he did. He literally prayed for their deaths. In fact, I'm tempted to go look for it. You know, I'm going to. I'm going to, I'm gonna go look for it. It's gonna take me a second, but I, I wrote the check with my mouth. I should be able to catch it, uh, cash it, right?
2: I think their special forces are gonna go into action. And there's a lot of guys that, that are not active duty right now who are gonna be called up to, to join the fight. And all these little Antifa commies and Black Lives Matter commies and right-wing watch commies and all these little commies are going to be hunted down by special forces and shot and killed.
0: I don't know how you can sit here and rationalize this whole, oh, we pray for blessings for right-wing watch shit. That's completely ridiculous.
2: Bless them. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I never prayed God burn their building down. I just, you know.
0: No? Okay, well, I'll do a little bit of research after this and we'll find out.
2: Lord bless them, bless my enemies. Uh, I didn't fight, I didn't hire lawyers, I didn't sue.
0: He couldn't hire lawyers and sue because he had no case. Now, that's not necessarily his fault. I did talk about this on a recent video on my main channel, but defamation suits are really very difficult to prove. In Right Wing Watch's case, there's nothing that they've said that could possibly be considered defamation. They're just literally just repeating what he said word for word in quotes and posting a clip of it to show. But even if they did, you know, say something that was untrue, it doesn't really matter. You have to not only say something that was untrue, but also know that what you said was a lie and do it intentionally to hurt their reputation. That's what you need to prove to win a defamation suit. So it would have been a a waste of time and money for Rick Wiles to even bother starting a lawsuit.
2: Lawyers, I didn't sue. I turned it over to the Lord and said, you deal with my enemies in the way you see fit. He shut down right wing. Watch today. Let, Let me make this very clear today. Jesus Christ shut down right-wing watch.
0: And did Jesus Christ reopen right-wing watch? Is that what happened? Why did it reopen? I thought, you know, Jesus was gonna be able to make sure that this was a a final thing. I assumed if Jesus wanted something done, he'd snap his fingers and that would be it. Why is right-wing watch reinstated? Amen, amen. Not YouTube.
2: Not YouTube, Jesus Christ shut down right-wing watch today. This is an example of God working through unsaved people at YouTube to carry out his vengeance against those who attack and smear his servants. And so I didn't have to lift a finger against right wing watch. I think they'll disappear in the. Coming weeks and months, there's no purpose for them now.
0: This is endlessly entertaining. I fucking love it, dude. This guy is sitting here gloating over something that was reversed within, like, 72 hours. I wonder how he feels about it now. I wonder if he's gonna readdress the fact that right-wing watch was reinstated. What an embarrassment. I would have more sympathy for the guy if he wasn't extremely violent in his rhetoric and, and hopes for what happens to his enemies. And if right-wing watch was actually defamatory, if if right-wing watch really did attack and slander and lie or not just criticize but go beyond criticism and personally attack, they don't do any of that stuff. They quote him and they talk about the quotes. That's it. If he doesn't like that, then he should stop saying insane shit. Next, we're going to talk about Pastor Robin Bullock going completely off the rails over and over again. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, TelltaleAtheist.com. The next article I wanted to talk about is titled, Evangelist Robin Bullock, Joe Biden's Whisper is the Voice of a Demonic Spirit. This is written on the Friendly Atheist website by Beth Stoneburner. And it's not actually the only clip that I wanted to talk about. There's a clip that goes with this video that we're gonna, I'm sorry, there's a clip that goes with this article that I wanted to watch, but there are a couple other clips of this guy. So I've been talking about Robin Bullock for a long time. I haven't touched on this subject in a while though, so I figured we'd triple up and hit a bunch of clips about this guy altogether. So let's read the article and then we'll take a look at some clips. Self-described prophet Robin Bullock has been on a Satan tear recently, claiming that President Joe Biden has a slotted serpent eye, which is apparently a sign of demonic possession, and that there was a sign of the devil on stage at the 2008 Democratic National Convention. His latest attempt to link Democrats and Satan? Joe Biden's whisper. He played a clip from one of Biden's campaign rallies last year, during which he half-jokingly whispered in a low voice, I'm coming for you. Then he played a different clip of Biden doing the same ASMR-like whisper when he asked why he hadn't undone certain sanctions put into place by Donald Trump. He leaned into the microphone and responded to reporters, 120 days, give me a break, I need time. Let's watch the clip and see what Robin Bullock had to say for himself.
4: Now, show the first video
2: about why I only paid that much is because I'm smart. He know how to game the system. Well, guess what, Mr. President? I'm coming for you.
0: Okay, so that's supposed to be the whisper that Robin Bullock is talking about, I guess. I'm coming for you, right? I'm
2: coming for you.
4: Be sure the volume's in the stream well. I want everybody to hear this sound. Now go to the next video and show this one. Now watch this close and listen very closely. 120 days. Give me a break.
0: I I just want to point something out before we watch more. Uh, Obviously, when you clip a bunch of the exact same shit together back to back to back, it's going to sound really weird. Like, why is this guy whispering for 10 minutes straight? He's whispering for 10 minutes straight, Biden is, because he clipped it together that way. He didn't actually whisper for 10 minutes straight. This is just kind of like a a verbal thing that Biden does sometimes, like when he's being kind of sassy. Let's keep listening.
4: It's this close and listen very closely. 120 days. Give me a break. Need time. The next one. I got
0: them $1.9 trillion relief so far.
2: They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential this week for childcare. she so remind him, I wrote the bill
0: on the environment. Why would I not be for it? It's a—it's just Sass Central over here is all it is. Dude's being sassy, that's it. I, you know, I'm not gonna spoil the ending for you. Let's just keep listening. Then more,
2: this is an employee's,
0: employee's bargaining chip now. Okay, now this right here, this next part, This is Robin Bullock explaining this to us from the perspective of a prophet to whom Jesus speaks directly. Remember, Robin Bullock, this guy here on screen, Jesus talks to him directly, gives him information so that he can disseminate it to the rest of us plebs, us normies. So let's listen to this secret information Jesus gave this guy.
4: Anyone in deliverance ministry anyone that's ever dealt in deliverance in the ministry where they deal with demonic spirits and evil spirits will know that sound anyone that's ever been in deliverance should know that sound they know exactly what they're hearing while the press says it's whispers anyone that's ever been
0: in deliverance ministry knows what that is I wonder if this guy has ever whispered a day in his life if he has ever whispered a single day in his life then He's kind of being a little bit of a fucking hypocrite here, isn't he? He is criticizing Biden for whispering. Literally criticizing the guy for fucking whispering. The guy could literally do anything at all, and he would find a reason to hate him. But remember, Robin Bullock actually believes that Trump won the election, and Biden is powerful enough that he usurped God's will to take the election from the rightful winner, Trump. That's what this guy believes. He's already living in delusion land as it is.
4: ministry knows what that is. It's the voice of a demonic spirit. And people say, well, you know, that's pretty far out. Is it, is it?
0: Yes, yes, it is. It is pretty fucking far out.
4: What spirit is it, brother? It's the spirit of the serpent that possesses the jackal.
0: I guess he believes that Biden is a jackal and that he's being possessed by a serpent. This isn't the only clip I wanted to watch though. This is another one just came out on July 1st. The one we just watched, that was July 1st also. So this next one was from the same day. It's on Steve Schultz YouTube channel, uh, Elijah Streams. So let's watch this one. Book of
4: Luke, I believe it is, when it says i beheld jesus said i beheld satan fall as lightning from heaven remember that you've read yeah. that
0: oh yeah what he's talking about is verse it's luke chapter 10 verse 18 i believe i want to give you guys a little bit of context for this so let me pull it up real quick the verse he's talking about is luke ten eighteen, and it says he said then to them i beheld satan as lightning out of the heaven, having fallen, blah, blah, blah. And it continues on. Let's keep listening and see what he says about Luke 10:18. Oh,
4: yeah. Well, in Hebrew, it says something like this. If you read it in Hebrew.
0: Why would you read it in Hebrew? Luke is from the New Testament. It was Greek. Why is he bringing up Hebrew? Hebrew was not the language that was used to write the New Testament. What is this guy talking about?
4: It says something like this. I beheld uh, Satan.
0: uh... You know what? Before we listen to what he has to say, I happen to have it pulled up on the interlinear version right here. This is the Greek. This is the original language that it was written in right here. These are the words translated from the original language into Latin characters. So we can see each word individually as you can see each word translates one-to-one basically for the most part except for this one right here ton or tov it seems like it's used in multiple different parts of the bible you can click on the word and see different uses abraham was father of isaac moreover was father of jacob Moreover, was father of Judah, will shepherd the people of me. In this case, it's almost a perfect one-to-one translation of this verse. There is no other place to add or subtract words, right? Let's listen to what Robin Bullock had to say about this verse of the Bible. I beheld uh, Satan uh, fall from the heights or actually it says I... no it says i beheld satan as lightning out of the heaven having fallen that's what it says actually
4: or actually it says
0: i beheld satan as byrock What? i'm sorry where does it say that which word here in the new testament which word translates to byrock obama Or whatever the holy fuck he said. Which one? I have the list of words right here. Which one of them is it? Balmall. What? It
4: says it. It says I beheld him as Barak uh,
0: Balmall or something like that. Or something like that. No, it doesn't. I have the original right fucking here. It doesn't say anything about that. What is wrong with this guy? He's just making shit up now. In other words, it refers
4: to that name, Barack Obama. And he says, he didn't say he was Satan. He said, I beheld him as him. And so he walks out on the throne of Satan, declares everything he declares, signs into law, Baal worship, just like that.
0: I'm sorry, signs into law, Baal worship, just like that. Did Barack Obama sign into law Baal worship? I was completely oblivious to this. What is he fucking talking about? This is the strangest shit I have ever seen. I've seen some fucking doozies. Guy is completely full of shit, just making this up right off the top of his head, as we can clearly see. I mean, I have the original right here, and there is not even a hint of anything that he's saying. This is the kind of thing that they do. They just make shit up, whole cloth, and pretend it's real. There's another clip by this guy. Let's give this next one a listen. It came out on June 30th. They
4: built this throne, and it was replicated after the throne of Satan in Berlin, the Pergamon throne. See, there it is. See it? See the columns? See all of that?
0: Okay, so basically he's saying that the the Democratic Party or the Democrats or Barack Obama, I guess, created a stage that was modeled perfectly after the throne of Satan. Why would they do something like that? If they were secret Satanists and trying to pretend to be normal people, why would they throw up such an obvious red flag? You think they're trying to dog whistle to Satanists, trying to bring in the Satanist vote? As if Satanists are going to vote for Republicans anyways? These people are so fucking disconnected from reality.
4: All of them, see all of yeah. that? Oh, look, look at the stars and stripes hanging there and Satan's throne is above the stars. Look at it.
0: What's he talking about? Stars and stripes? I don't see anything like that. I mean, I see flags on the stage. It's just a fucking stage. I, I honestly have no idea what he's trying to get at. This seems to be another example of him just making shit up right off the top of his head, just like he did a second ago.
4: So oh. there he sits there. Now watch this, there's this. There's the real throne of Pergamon. Tell me they don't look alike. Oh,
0: man. And
4: then if you superimpose one over the other, there it is.
0: Okay, they look completely different. I, I'm not seeing the point here, please. This is kind of a visual clip that I'm doing here. So for the podcast audience, let me describe what this is. They showed a stage that Obama stood on, I guess, during like the DNC, the Democratic National Convention or whatever, like decades ago. And they claimed that it looked just like the altar of Zeus. I mean, that's what the words are pasted over this thing here now. They're claiming that it's just a stage. Like, I'm not seeing anything like satanic or evil about any of this. They just absolutely need Obama to be the Antichrist. I, I would venture to guess he needs Obama to be the Antichrist for the same exact reason he needs Trump to be the president. Because he prophesied it. He claimed that God told him that that was the case. And he has to quadruple down on it even 10 years later, refusing to give up on this. So Barack Obama, when he walked out on that stage
4: and said, a righteous wind is at our back, and he starts talking about and the crowds go wild, he's standing on a replica of the throne of Satan or the altar of Baal, or the throne of zeus
0: where are these people's heads that that they go down this conspiratorial line i I honestly just do not get it how do we pull these people out of it there is something seriously wrong happening right now we're gonna have to face this problem as a society at some point i keep saying that i'm gonna say it again we're gonna have to face this problem as a society at some point the fact that like 25 30, 35, 40% of the U.S. population buy this kind of crazy shit. We're going to have to face it eventually. Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you next week.